Welcome to the She Can't Quit podcast. I'm Britt Jensen, a business and marketing strategist, multi-passionate entrepreneur, and a mom of three. I fell into the entrepreneur world by chance, and from that day on, I never looked back. Nearly a decade later, two businesses, and a lot of life in between, I found the love for sharing my journey, and I've made it a mission to share about the life of raising businesses and babies, from the messy moments behind the scenes to the magic happening in between. Grab a cup of coffee or a glass of wine while we chat all things marketing, business, and motherhood. Because you know that vision you have is something you just can't quit. Hey, what's up? It's Britt, and welcome back to another episode of the She Can't Quit podcast. It has been a few weeks, and it's the perfect time to bring this episode to you. And that is that sometimes mom life just takes over. And like I said, with part of this journey, this is a lot of me figuring it out with you. And instead of me waiting to share this journey of having it all figured out and then teaching you how to do it, I find the most inspiration in just teaching in the moment of what's working, what's not working and keeping it really real because otherwise it can feel really overwhelming. So As a mom who is either in the entrepreneurial space or looking to get into it, sometimes it can be really hard trying to imagine what it's going to be like working in that space or what happens when life just gets too much in the way or too overwhelming or if you struggle like me trying to do it all. So in this episode, I am sharing all about how there are so many things that are not talked about enough of the things that being a mom and an entrepreneur, how much it gives to you. So stick around. The last one is my absolute favorite and I think the most life-changing for me of all. So stick around to the end of the episode when I share that. But first of all, if there is anything that you resonate with so much in this episode, please make sure to screenshot it and tag the Britt Jensen over on Instagram. And let's dive into the episode. So obviously, as I've talked about this before on the podcast, one of the biggest reasons that I stepped into the entrepreneurial world, and if you haven't heard my journey, it is all all over in episode one. And even though I fell into the entrepreneurial world by chance, it was one of the biggest ways that I created a space for me. Now, don't get me wrong. I love being a mom. I have three little ones. If you are new here, they're all under seven. And it can be overwhelming, especially in the early years, especially in the newborn years, and sometimes the just the overwhelming. We had a lot of stuff go on from medical issues with my little ones. We've had navigating food allergies with any food allergy moms. You you feel me on the stress and anxiety that that can bring, and just navigating the ins and outs. We also had a deployment in there too, so it was a lot, but. Stepping into my entrepreneurial journey, it really allowed me to create a space that was for me. And I think it is so easy and it's not talked about enough. And I love that it's being talked about more, but when I first entered motherhood, it was not talked about a lot. Talking about postpartum anxiety and depression, which was something that I struggled with a lot and didn't know it at first um, through two pregnancies, that it's that you can get really lost in motherhood. And people don't understand that or it's very hard to connect with other people to try to understand that because motherhood is one of the most magical, incredible journeys. It's something that you're, you know, from 
when I was little, I knew I wanted to be a mom. I didn't know what that would look like, nor do I think it matches up with anything that has happened in my motherhood journey. But I think it's one of the things that's not talked about that you can get so lost in who you are. You can lose yourself completely or, you know, it's just the mundane tasks over and over of keeping tiny humans alive that you can forget to take care of yourself and even know who you are. So one of the early things that I noticed in my entrepreneurial journey is that it really allowed me to create a space where I was working on me, where I was working towards goals. And this might be an Enneagram three thing, three thing, but I love working towards goals. I need that. And it used parts of my brain that I wasn't using when I became a mom. So that was a huge thing for me is just being able to create a space for me where I could use whatever gifts were given to me, uh, whether that was creativity at the time or fitness. I was I was, my niche was fitness in the beginning of my entrepreneurial journey. Um, but just being able to grow and learn that and kind of be a student of life. So it really kind of gave me a little bit of life for that. The next thing that I really noticed in the entrepreneurial journey, and this is something that you really learn to step into as your entrepreneurial journey evolves and whether you're a small business owner, a solopreneur, service provider, you learn that nothing is as it seems. And as you go through this journey, there's not this manual, even though there can be a million other people doing what you do, there is no manual in how to do this or how to navigate or exactly what your journey is going to look like. And instead you're really faced with doing the deep work, every single step you take through the entrepreneur journey. And I don't think a lot of people talk about that enough because that's usually when people quit. That's usually when people tell themselves a story that this isn't meant for them, that they can't do this because it gets hard when really we're just faced with a perception that we need to sit with and digest and figure out what we want to do with that, whether we want to let it sit in our space, sit out of our space, or work through it. So a lot of what I have noticed going through the entrepreneur journey is doing a lot of the deep work. And honestly, it's helped me navigate life so much better. It's helped me learn who I am as a person. And I think it's really helped me put a lot of pieces back that I didn't know was missing when I first started this journey. As I've shared in other episodes before, I started my journey in a very broken place and I didn't think I realized just how broken I was. I felt like my life blew up. I was going to be a mom at the exact same time. I had lost a lot of people in my life and things changed so much. And I don't think I really ever got a chance to process that, but I did start to somewhere between, I think like two and five years later, but I was so busy taking care of myself and working in a way that I could. And that was a space that the entrepreneurial space gave me to be able to do and all the tools and the community and just working towards the goals. So if you're ever faced with challenge, it's not the sign that you're not supposed to do this. It's the sign that it's just deep work presenting itself and it's time to, to do the deep work. But 
doing that is a gift that a lot of people don't get to do, which is why entrepreneurs, I feel like, are called crazy, are called... Um, you know, just kind of like the one percenters, nobody really understands entrepreneurs until you meet another entrepreneur and you're like, oh my gosh, there's so many other people who think the way I do. So I think that's something to really recognize and kind of get excited about. I get excited about doing the deep work. And one of the times that this will always hit me is that when I'm working towards something like I feel like I'm in the middle of a smaller one. I've had bigger versions of this specific feeling before, but it's if you are faced with a lot of challenge, if you've just started something new and you're stepping into this new space, then all of a sudden you're faced with a lot of hardship, a lot of challenge. You're trying to figure out what the heck is going on and things feel really loud or heavy And when you take a second to sit with it, you realize that as you walk through this, this is preparing you for the next level. And usually I say when things get really messy like this, it means that you're about to level up. And I've learned this too many times sitting in this space that I'm like, oh, this is about to be a breakthrough. You know, they always say you need to have a breakdown in order to have a breakthrough. And so usually when I take that time to sit with whatever is going on, I will flip the script and I will tell myself how excited I am and just say, wow, something big is coming coming because usually it is something that I've been really wanting to work out, an opportunity, whatever that is, as I sit with these hardships and as I work through it, I realize on the other side, everything that, you know, one of the big things that I wanted, I couldn't get that without going through this part. So I flip the script for myself, little mindset tip here, and I make it kind of a game. I make it exciting for myself. And I'm like, this is going to be so good when I get to the end of this. Okay. Moving on through my list here, because there's probably so many, but it's one of my favorite things to talk about, obviously besides analytics and marketing, but I felt this is a really important topic to talk about because I think you can get overwhelming thinking about what your life might look like. Moving on, and that is the fact that I really created a space and an energy that really allowed me to show myself what I was capable of. I look back to where I started, and if you followed me since my fitness influencer days, Where I am now is totally different, nor is it anything I would have thought that I'd be sitting here. I mean, it makes sense looking back to it, but I didn't think that I would ever be here running multiple businesses, doing digital products and consulting and running a social media marketing agency like blows my mind, nor would I ever thought that I could have done that. Like old Brit was like, no, that's crazy. (laughs) That's not, I couldn't do that. It was very scary. And so those were a lot of steps that I worked through, but I really created a space where if I don't know how to do something now, I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to figure it out. Now, while it is hard stepping through that process, I do know that I'm capable of figuring out most anything. Is it always comfortable? Absolutely not. Is it worth it? 100% every time. And then I look back and realize how much I've taught myself. And I would have never done that as a person before. The past version of myself would have never done that. I mean, I was really ambitious and I could go towards goals, but when it came to things that quote unquote didn't make sense, like the entrepreneur world, I, I wouldn't have done it because I, to the T, 
since I was in probably grade school, I want to say high school, but probably since grade school, I was part of every club. I was working on my resume for college. I was working on volunteer experiences. I was on the path of doing what it looked like and what I was expected to be successful as a person in society. I planned out to the T when I wanted to get engaged, when I wanted to get married, when, like how long I wanted to date before getting married and planning a wedding. Like I'm a planner and this is how much I plan, how many kids I wanted, how far apart I wanted them. I plan this and I laugh so much and I wish I could just go give old Brit a hug because it's so funny seeing every single thing I had planned did not go to plan. And I'm so flipping grateful for it because my life is 10 times better than I could have ever expected. And a lot of things were removed that I didn't need, that I thought I needed. I learned a lot more about myself. I learned a lot more about my skills and being able to have an energy that not only I feel so grateful for in my life, but that I create that energy and that I can share that with my girls. The fact that I have three girls is just really cool to be able to share that with and understanding how, even though I presume, you know, presumed myself as a really confident person, I wasn't, I was just doing what I was expected to. I was doing what it was supposed to look like, uh, but I still, I really did worry about what other people thought about me. And there was a lot of healing that I had to do with that. And had I not been in the journey, had I not taken any steps, that energy wouldn't exist. So it's really special to me to be able to share that here and share that with you and share that with my family and my friends. That is something that's really special to me, which leads me into not caring what people think. And this one I still struggle with from time to time, but so I think your inner mean girl likes to take the opportunity to do this. But in reality, I noticed the closer I get to my 30s, I just don't care. I have been in this space, like I said, for almost a decade. And I genuinely have learned to just not care what other people think. I've had comments said to me. I've had people who were closer to me or older friends say some not so nice things or treat me not so nicely. And I learned early on trying to implement this and use this as a muscle that when people have an opinion, and this can be from like the people who are closest to you, it's usually because whatever you're doing is bringing awareness into the lack in their life. And it has absolutely nothing to do with you. Like they say the saying, other people's opinions are none of your business and it couldn't be more true. And I think the more that I get into this journey and I always try to, I always, you know, my planner brain always tries to understand when my entrepreneur journey is gonna end, but I honestly don't see it. Now I have to remind myself, I don't have to have everything planned out right now, but I get really excited of what that's gonna look like in another 10 years, in 20 years, in 30 years, in 60 years, when I've got grandkids running around, whenever that is. And I get really excited about that. And I know that so many of these skills that I'm harvesting and putting in my toolbox is really, are really, really vital. And the most I think about is I really, 
I don't care what other people think about. Now, does this mean that I don't get scared what people are going to say sometimes or I get nervous when I speak? Absolutely. I lean more towards, I feel like I'm an extroverted introvert. So like I can be on when I need to be on, but it takes me a lot to recover. I know there's a personality test out there, something like it. But I also, you know, I do love people, but it also, I learned as I get older, it drains me, but I do love talking. I do love getting to know people, but I also do tend to worry, you know, what people think, but I just have my processes and my systems of like walking me through. I'm like, that's not real. What matters is what you think, because at the end of the day, you should be your own biggest fan, your own biggest hype girl. And if you ever need some motivation, my inbox is always open. Free invitation right there. All right, moving on to my next point. And I love how these are just like flowing. So the next one is that I literally became my own source of inspiration. I've noticed this more so this last, I wanna say six months where I've really stepped, stepped into new territory that was really uncomfy and really scary. And YouTube was something that was really on my heart for a long time. And I just didn't know when that was gonna happen, but I'm like, okay, it'll tell me when the universe will tell me when it's time to do this. And then starting a podcast, moving, which I really think I was in culture shock after we moved cross country for a good seven months, maybe a year. I feel like I'm finally getting my footing and like understanding the ways and like becoming part of it. I don't feel like I stick out so much. Um, There's a a lot different. Maybe I'll have to do an episode on this of moving cross country because moving from West Coast, East Coast, oh my gosh. Um, so yeah, so I've noticed when I've gone through all of these kind of transitions, I realized that I really created a positive soundtrack in my mind and I could have never done that before. I grew up and I, maybe other, you know, women, girls can relate to this back when they were girls. I look back at pictures now and I remember thinking how big I looked. I was always self-conscious of my thighs. I was born with muscular thighs. I was a runner um, and I always lifted weights. Not that I think weights makes you bulky. Like let's not even start with that one. Um, But I just always had bigger thighs and I always remember looking in, you know, the mirror or in pictures and I just thought I looked so so big. And I was so self-conscious of my body. And it's something that, especially having girls, we worked really hard on. We don't say fat in our house. We use very positive words. We don't, um, scrutinize anybody. And I made sure when I knew I was going to become a mom, yet only that, but a girl mom, I do not criticize my body, especially in front of my kids. I'm very conscious of the soundtrack I'm creating for myself because they're going to use those pointers to create their own soundtrack. And I think about how hard I've worked on this healing journey and I don't want them to ever start. And I started this in my twenties, now going into my thirties. Like I don't want them to have to do that hard work. So I do a lot of my hard work so that I can do that for my kids at an earlier age and start that from the get go. Um, because it's hard, it's hard work. I've had to undo a lot of things to redo a lot of things. And so as I've gone through these transitions and these hard spots and these growing seasons, I have learned and I've heard, and this was not any conscious thought of like, wow, Britt, you got this or you're doing this. And I really learned to rewire my subconscious to speak positively and kindly about myself. So even when I was struggling, I would hear myself sit there and say, which tangent, 
Have you heard that people cannot hear a voice in their head when they think or like it's not their voice? Does anyone know what I'm talking about? Which like, I can't even think because when I talk in my head, it's my voice. I can hear it. But some people see words. So let me know whether if you're watching on YouTube or like if you're listening to this, please DM me on Instagram. Let me know which one you do either down in the comments or in my inbox. I need to hear because this one just boggles my mind. But anyway, so I learned and I was very aware of it this season that I spoke to myself so kindly. And I think this is the first part that I actually like, and I actually really is the first time I can look in the mirror and I'm like, wow, like I, I look really good. I really like the way that I look. And that's not to say that I don't have goals and that I'm working towards losing a little bit and just like feeling stronger in myself, like, Two years ago, I lifted weights every single day and I felt a lot better. So I'm getting back to getting my strength. But I also acknowledge that the last two years, there's been a lot of life happening and I'm okay with that. I've accepted that and that's kind of how the seasons go. So getting back on to my fitness goals and just, I really, you know, I like working towards goals. So yes, I do still have things that I want to work on, but I can't be okay with my body later if I'm not okay with my body now. And so learning or just realizing and being aware that I have created such a positive inner soundtrack has been such a gift from all the work that I've done through learning and struggling in the entrepreneurial world that would not have happened had I not stepped into it. Okay, now we're going to go into the last one, and this is probably my favorite. And This is, and this may look a little bit different for everyone, but I will always catch myself looking back, whether I'm pulling old content, I'm, you know, organizing my photos, which is like a whole other thing of a digital declare that I need to do. But I learned that because of the choices that I've made, because of the struggles and the hardship that I made, and because I've thrown myself into this world, I actually learned to live and had I not stepped into this, had I not become a business owner, had I not gone after the things that were laid on my heart and had I listened to anybody else, including some people who are really close to me, had I not done that, my life wouldn't look this way and I wouldn't be able to, like my perception of life would look very different because I was so worried about what my life was supposed to look like to be successful. I was worried about what people were thinking about me. I did not love my body and who I was. I was not confident at all. I wasn't secure in my skills or my abilities. And I was always worried about what was going to happen, you know, next day. Okay, I've made this goal now. Now need to move on to the next goal. Okay, in three years is this and three years in that. And I was so busy planning and doing that I wasn't living. So I look back now And I'm so grateful that it gave me not only the chance to be home with my kids and that I know that's a whole different subject because I've really been able to do that. And as we've had, you know, kiddos not feeling good, my poor little one the other day, I had to go pick her up from school, which is why this episode is pushed off a little bit. And that was because she started experiencing some anxiety at school, which doesn't shock me. It's very on brand for her personality. I feel like it's some things we've recognized at home and through the struggle, I've, we've been able to implement some, some help for her and some tools and some methods. And I would have never had those tools before had I not done my own work and my working through my own ish. Like, 
And so I'm really grateful for that. But I was also really grateful that I could take that time off and move my work schedule and my clients were still completely taken care of and that I've built a schedule that I can do that and go pick her up and come home and take care of what her need, what she needed and make her feel okay. And I am so grateful that I've created a lifestyle around that and that my babies will always come first in my business, but because I've built it that way, I'm a better person and I'm a better mom. I'm happier. I feel driven. I'm excited that when I'm at work, I'm at work. And when I'm a mom, I'm a mom. And at the same time too, like as a, as a wife, I feel that way too, because I'm able to financially contribute. Not that my husband doesn't see me as a partner. We are very much so we say that we're partners and it's not always 50, 50. Sometimes it's 80, 20. Sometimes it's, you know, 40, 60. It swings. He has really built his career through working in the corporate world. And even during deployment, when we were still a military family, it, it changes all the time. But I love that I've created a space that will allow me to customize it and experience life and have the best of both worlds. Really, truly, when I say that, it's the best of both worlds. But let me remind you that this has been almost eight years in the making and it's looked so different and it's taken a lot of hardship and it's taken a lot of going through. But if I can tell you anything and if you can get anything from this episode, it's that I 100% am so grateful that every single thing went wrong, that my life blew up, that I've struggled with what I've struggled with, that I've had to have really hard conversations with people in my life and with myself, that I've had to do some of the deepest, scariest work that I've had, you know, even though, even though a lot of this journey has felt really alone and entrepreneurs, I'm sure that you can understand this. Being an entrepreneur can get really lonely. I've also met some of the most kindest, sweetest people on social media, which I love. They're just a light to me through networking in person. And I am so grateful and proud of not only my businesses, but the life that I've built and the person I built and the person that I have become because I built her. Because I knew that when I was presented with myself, and this is the story behind the name of the podcast, if you didn't know, is that when people kept wanting me to quit, I couldn't quit because I knew I needed to do this. I knew it was changing my life. I knew this was going to be everything for me. And I knew that this was a way to contribute financially alongside my husband and to you know, and that was important to me. I have always been financially independent. So that was a very hard thing for me when we got married and when our kiddo had health problems and I stayed home um, and didn't go back into the work field. That was very hard, but this allowed me to live the best of both worlds. And I'm truly grateful for it because had any of that not happened, I would not be here. And I wouldn't get to share this story with you. I always told myself from the beginning because, oh my goodness, did my life blew up and it was very hard to walk through. But I knew, I said, there has to have been a greater reason. There had to have been a greater reason why this all happened. And slowly over the years, as I've built my businesses, as I've dove in dip deeper into the mom world, we've had more babies and learning and growing through our marriage and meeting new people and relationships in this world. And like, I just, I know that a lot of my journey I've walked through is to be able to share this and be able to do this. And I'm really, really grateful for it. That is a little bit of 
just the inspiration. I hope that you can take this with you if you are thinking about being in the entrepreneur world or if you're kind of curious what it's gonna be or maybe you're just really struggling with navigating the entrepreneur world as a mom. Take a second to sit with all the feels and think of instead of everything going wrong and how overwhelming and hard it can be, think of maybe how much this has changed your life, your business changed your life. And if you don't feel that way, it might be time not to quit but to pivot into something that feels most aligned. And I think that will be another episode for another day about pivoting because that is a scary thing to navigate to. And I have definitely done that. So I would love to talk on that. If that's an episode that you would love, please let me know either on Instagram and DMs or down in the comments if you're watching on YouTube. As always, if there's anything that you resonated, please take a screenshot and share so that I can get this message out to other people and tag me on Instagram, the Britt Jensen. And of course, if you haven't left a review, I would really, really appreciate it because it really helps us push this podcast out more and get it in front of the ears and the women who need to hear it. But I hope that that was a little bit of inspiration for you. That is it for this week's podcast. I hope you know that I am cheering you on every step of the way. I'll see you next time.